this podcast is for you, the modern man. I'm Dr. Ann Trung, your host. I'm an intimate health medical doctor and best-selling author of the book, Erectile Dysfunction Fix. I'll do a deep dive into sexual health and performance and how it affects men of all ages and backgrounds. So let's get started and be sure to visit my website at sexualhealthformenpodcast.com for more information and resources from the show. See you on the inside. integral part of who we are, what we do, what we enjoy, an integral part of our relationship. But yet, there's not a lot of things that we know about it other than the basics. But do we know the anatomy? As for a man, do you know the anatomy of the woman genitalia, of like her clitoris, and where is the location, how many nerves are there, and what the erogenous zone? And then same thing for a woman, does she know the intricacy of the male genitalia. And the reason why I say this, because I'm alive on TikTok and Instagram, but I don't want to be kicked out with all this prohibited content. So I say the word genitalia. The reason why I wanted to do this sex education show is because I want it to be interactive, but I want to expose the lack of knowledge of men and women of what they know about one another, as in the anatomy-wise, the pleasure zone, the erogenous zone, as well as talk about sensitive subjects like ED or even sexual dysfunction for female, but also talk about relationship and what happened in a relationship if there is no sex involved or how do you navigate that? So I asked my husband Bao to be here, but I also got a few questions from the people that joined the studio. And then my team is also going to uh, look at questions from TikTok and Instagram. Type in your questions in the comment, and I will answer them. And this will be kind of a sex education. I want it to be interactive. I think this is going to be fun. I want this to be fun. I want this to say something you want to learn about, but to be fun. Okay, so I'm going to pull Bao up. I'm going to be taking questions. This is Bao. This is an adult sex education show. Let's make this interactive. The reason why I want to do this is because I want to show that we think we know about sex. We know about the basics. Do we really know about the anatomy? Do we really know the erogenous zone or not? So what I do is I'm going to share some questions that are being asked. So sex education, what do you guys want to know? What is you think you know, you may know. So the first thing is how long and big is the clitoris? One inch. No idea. Well, it's a lot more than what you see for sure. The clitoris is a female organ that is purely made for pleasure. The only function it is for a female is pleasure. For a man, his penis is made to urinate, to also have sexual activity, and to have an erection. But for a female, the clitoris is her penis, and it's purely made for pleasure. And it's more than just a knob that you see visually. It actually looks like a wishbone. It's a knob and then it goes in and it's split like a wishbone, like this. So tell me, what size? Uh, I think John Clark is pretty close, honey. He put down wishbone. Two inches on each side. Very good, John. That's awesome. You're right. It is four inches. So two inches on both sides, four inches, and it goes in and it splits like a wishbone. I just got a little warning from TikTok here. Uh, <laughs> 
I'm just like very surprised about this. But anyway, it is the size of wishbone. So it's four inches. It's just not a little knob. And it has 1,200 nerve endings on there. That's a lot of nerve. That's the female version of the male penis. And it has a lot of nerve endings. And that the wishbone part split and it goes down the side of vagina. And that's where the sensitive part of the female is actually in that area. And so when I was at the cocktail party, I asked the men this and the women, most of them didn't really get the answer correctly. Some says five inches, some said one inch, like bow. So we really think, and then one guy said, where is it? (laughs) So if a woman was lying down and her face is up, lying down on her back, What's the location of clitoris? If you're looking at a clock, is it 12 o'clock or 6 o'clock or 3 o'clock or 9 o'clock? 12 o'clock. Yes, 12 o'clock. Yes, my husband better know that. But (laughs) sometimes you'll be very surprised. So I did that. I am going to go through questions that I have that was sent to me earlier. Okay, here it is. So this is the question. Hello, Dr. Trong. I'm 57 year old. And I noticed change in my size and hardness for the past couple of years. This change worsened after being prescribed beta blocker for tachycardia at rest associated with anxiety, which I had my whole entire life. I feel great on the metoprolol and my resting heart rate is at low 70s. Wondering if I should try your penis pump or libido plus or both. Could you please recommend a plan for me since it is bothering me? My wife is 10 years younger than me, and I lie, lie, was proud of my health. I guess he's saying, I'm proud of my health and performance until lately. I'm a non-smoker and exercise five times a week. My exercise session involved 30 minutes of cardio and 30 minutes of weight-resistant training. I have some time to work on this area since I'm post-total hip replacement from September 1st. Thank you very much for any advice you may offer. Wonderful. Thank you for asking this question. So... The question is, he's 57, he doesn't smoke, he exercises five times a week, he's married to a younger wife, she's 10 years younger, so she's 47, and he's noticed a change in his size and hardness for the past couple of years. And it has worsened since he's been uh, taking the beta block. So the beta block of medicine to lower heart rate, and it's given for a patient that has heart issues or given to a patient that has anxiety and his heart rate now is lower in the 70s. So he's noticing a couple of years that he's not as firm and not as hard as he used to be. I assume that he's not taking any type of Viagra or Cialis at this point. So having said that, I'm glad you asked this question. I really am because right now, mild ED, mild erectile dysfunction. And when you have mild ED, it is a very good time to actually start doing some natural treatment for this. And he's already said he has anxiety because sometimes anxiety can actually contribute to ED, but that's not the only reason. I just assume that he says anxiety is control, but he's 57. So I know that at the age of 57, his testosterone level is low. So he may have low testosterone. And that he exercises, I don't know what his diet is, whether he's eating a good diet or not. I assume he is eating a good diet, 
uh, but I know that he has low testosterone. He's a non-smoker. So how many, how much alcohol does he drink? I look at those factors. What's causing his decreased firmness, which is really ED. ED is the inability for a man to achieve firmness for his satisfaction. So you can still get an erection and still have ED and he is at mild ED. So what can he do? He's asking, should I try the penis pump or the libido plus or both? So I would recommend to the person that's asking this question is first to start with, if he's not on a Mediterranean diet, I recommend a Mediterranean diet because a good diet will actually increase more blood flow. So when you're not getting enough firmness or hardness, you have decreased blood flow. So you need to do something to help with increasing blood flow, which is getting on a good diet. So I recommend a Mediterranean diet. And number two, look at how many alcohol you're drinking for the week. You shouldn't drink more than 10 drinks a week. And if you are, that's great. Keep doing that. Number four, get your blood test for testosterone. What is your testosterone level? Your total and your free, and also get your FSH, which is follicle stimulating hormone and luteinizing hormone and your sex hormone binding globulin. Get that test and see what your real testosterone level is. That's the top three. And then I recommend that you try the penis pump, the one I recommend with the electric and also take the libido plus. So the libido plus has all the supplement that's necessary, which is ashwagandha, tamkat ali, vitamin D, all of that is helpful for increasing blood flow. And also the penis pump, I am a big advocate of using a penis pump because the penis pump is like exercising your penis. It's like taking your penis to the gym. So when you go to the gym, you do shoulder press. When you do shoulder press, you bring in blood flow to your muscles. And then when you bring the blood flow to the muscle, the blood will make the muscle engorge. And then there'll be some injury to the muscle. And then the muscle responds by making it bigger. Same thing with the peanut pump. The peanut pump creates like a negative vacuum and it creates an erection. And sometimes the erection is as good as like 80 to 95%. What it does when it does that is that it brings in more blood flow and it expands the muscle and it also brings in oxygen to the muscle. So it keeps the penis muscle healthy. It expands the muscle and it gives it more oxygen. So it's like taking your penis to the gym. If you're not having sexual activity, I recommend that you use the penis pump at least five times a week, once a day or twice a day, no more than that, but on maintenance three times a week. And then you leave it in the pump for about 10 minutes and then you deflate, take a 10 minute break and then do it again, or just do it a separate time for the same thing. You increase the suction up and leave it there for 10 minutes and then deflate the, the penis pump that I recommend that is at my store. You can use it in the water. It gives suction in the water and you can also use it without water. So when you're in the water, you're taking a shower, you use the penis pump, you put it on it's suction. And when you're erected, actually you can just leave it there and it stays there. Those of you that are on YouTube that can see my screen, you can go to my website at trungrehab.com. Trung is spelled T-R-U-O-N-G. R-E-H-A-B.com and then go to store under Modern Man Crib. So there's the banner. You can see that there. And there's also a QR code as well to get the pump that I recommend. The penis pump and the Libido Plus is the way to go. And the Libido Plus with the Tomcat Ali, the Vitamin D, 
the ashwagandha or the ingredients I recommend, and that is in the Libido Plus. It's one of the most best supplement to improve libido as well as improving blood flow. At this point, also in my store at the Modern Man Crib, you can get nitrous oxide lozenges. So the nitrous oxide lozenges is you put it under the tongue, let it melt, and it increases blood flow. It opens up the blood vessels. So that way you get more blood flow everywhere, especially to the genitalia. So I hope that helped. It's a great question. So guys, if you guys are listening and women, if you're listening, you tell your partner that if they start to have some change in firmness or hardness is to start instituting the Mediterranean diet, exercise at least 30 minutes a day, do the penis pump and take the libido plus and I moderate the alcohol and stop smoking. Those are the things that you need to do right away. And you can literally will reverse ED if you start doing that. Okay. What about having a good night's sleep? Does that help too? Oh, that's helpful. That's very helpful for the good night's sleep. That's really good. You need to sleep from 7 p.m. to 6 a.m. All right. Anything else you want to ask about? Uh, regarding that i like the nitric oxide lozenges i take that i mean you give that to me twice a day one in the morning one in the afternoon and it gives me a lot of energy and i don't know what's in it other than it helps with blood flow promote blood flow but it gives you a lot of energy so i can tell you guys out there it works really well it works better than coffee and i think it's healthier too the only way for you to get nitric oxide is either through a supplement or through your food so you make nitric oxide through your saliva and also in your stomach. And the best way to get that is to eat beets, spinach, arugula, broccoli, pomegranate, watermelon, and blueberries. I actually created the Good Morning Wood Smoothie. The Good Morning Wood Smoothie, it has all those ingredients in there. It has blueberry, macadamia nut, spinach, almond milk. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see the QR code. So if you're on Instagram or on TikTok, go to my YouTube channel and you go to youtube.com. And you type in Trung Rehabilitation Center or T-R-U-O-N-G and you can get the smoothie recipe. Type in on your browser, goodwoodsmoothie.com forward slash smoothie. It works. We have seen this work in patient that has ED and it starts working in about three weeks. You take it yourself too, right, Bob? Yeah, I drink it twice a day, once in the morning and one in the evening. I make it with milk. I like mine with milk. Guys, I can tell you it works really well. And it's natural. I'm a big proponent of if you have ED, try to find natural solution for it. If you start taking Viagra, you're just digging yourself a bigger hole than you need to at this point. Because when you take Viagra, it's hard to get off Viagra. Once you take it, it's hard. All my patients that have taken it before, once they take it, it's hard to do that. So if you guys have any questions, put it in the comment, okay? All right, the next question is, would you recommend Amcella or prostate massage? Yeah, messenger is the same thing as massage. I think he meant massage. Oh. Internal or external. All right, so Emcella is a machine that it looks like a toilet, actually. You sit on top and it delivers a high-frequency sound wave that targets the tissue right on top. You can even wear clothes. And the prostate massager is a device that you put into the anus and it vibrates and because the prostate is right just inside the anus. And it massages the anus by vibration. So you can either do the vibration outside. Okay, so Bao, where is the prostate in your body? <laughs> where the penis is? Where's the prostate? I don't know. 
Good question. <laughs> what does the prostate do? It's an organ every man has. Oh, right. John Clark. Yeah, man. You are on it. Yes. So John says seminal fluid production. All right. So the prostate is, should be the normal size is the size of a walnut. But what men get older, it tends to enlarge even to the size of like an apple. The prostate is located, if you lift up your scrotum, it's right underneath your scrotum. And it's the size of a walnut just between your scrotum and your anus, right in the middle. And it wraps around your urethra. The urethra is where you go urinate. And it wraps around it right as the urethra leaves the bladder. Essentially, you get the bladder. As the bladder is releasing urine, that's the urethra. And then the prostate, the one that wrapped around it, if you can feel it, it's between your scrotum and your anus, right in the middle. Okay? So you know where it is now, right, Val? And what is the function of that? So it wraps around your urethra, and the function of the prostate is to make fluid for your ejaculation. So when you expel that fluid, it creates the fluid that surrounds the sperm. So the sperm is made in your testicles, and as you orgasm, it mixes in with the fluid that comes out from the prostate. It's called seminal fluid. The sperm usually needs the fluid, so that way it can go into the vaginal canal. It's the fluid that you see after the ejaculation. That's what the prostate function is, is to make that fluid. And prostate is a very active gland. And in fact, a few years ago, you had a prostate inflammation, prostatitis. And prostatitis is a condition that's very common in men. It can even happen when you ride your bike a lot. It's essentially an inflammation of the prostate. So the location of the prostate and what's the function of the prostate and what's the size of the prostate is the walnut size. And it gets enlarged when you get older. And it gets enlarged, believe it or not, through a hormone that irritates it called dihydrotestosterone or DHT. DHT is the hormone that comes from testosterone. And when it's high, it's very, very inflammatory to the prostate. But DHT or dihydrotestosterone can cause hair loss too. When men that has fat around their belly here or fat on their breast will actually convert the testosterone to estrogen and also convert that to dihydrotestosterone, which will cause hair loss, which then irritate your prostate. And then the testosterone gets converted to estrogen, which then causes you to have be a little bit more woman-like, start to have breast development, and you start to have less testosterone. So it takes away your total testosterone. So men that are overweight, believe it or not, your testosterone level gets decreased. Now you guys know what the function of the prostate is and where it's located. So isn't this fun? What do you guys think? Even Bao didn't know what the prostate That's why I have him on here. He's married to me. He hears me talk about this all the time. He's an engineer, but he still doesn't. So, and then I know that there's a lot of things that we think we know, but if we don't know, but if we are aware of it, it's going to make you a Casanova, right? Next question. All right. So the question was, would you recommend Amcella prostate massage? I personally like the prostate massager and I would recommend internal. It looks like a little small, actually vibrator, like a woman vibrator, but you insert it in the anus 
and then there's a vibration, there's a little remote and you turn the vibration on and it vibrates. What it does is that it increases more blood flow to the prostate and it actually massages it. So you will get out the fluid. It kind of like reset the prostate again. So I will recommend if you can, not every guy's comfortable with internal massage. How about you, Val? You think you will be comfortable in putting something up there and have it vibrate? You know what? You got to do what you got to do. So, I mean, if I have to, and I'm having issues there, then I would. Okay. So let me know guys on, on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter, Facebook and YouTube, how comfortable and Tom and John, how comfortable are you if you have to put a prostate massager up in your anus and have a vibrate and this is therapeutic. This is to kind of clear the prostate and it actually will help with your erection. It will help with your ED as well, because the prostate is involved in the ejaculatory response and the nerve that goes to your penis comes very close to the prostate. So if you clear the prostate, it will also help reset the nerve as well too. So let me know in the comment, how comfortable you would be if you are going to have insert a prostate massager up down there where you go number two. <laughs> I don't know. Val says he doesn't. Would you do it? In fact, you remember when I bought one and I asked you about it? Yeah, and I did try it. It was very uncomfortable. I have to say that, but you got to do what you got to do to increase your sexual performance. Absolutely. So I would tell you everything that I recommend, I try it on that man. Unless he gives it a thumbs up to give me the feedback on it, mm -hmm. I wouldn't use it, but I wouldn't recommend anything. I wouldn't try myself. If I have a penis, I would do it myself. Luckily, I have a husband that is able to do that. So let me know in the comment what you think about it. Say, no way. I'm ever not going to put that. <laughs> I have no I'm not going to put a massager in to where I go number two. Or said, heck yeah, I'll do it. Is it help me with my sex life? Yeah. Would you say, heck yeah? Or would you say, no way? Would you say, oh, maybe. In fact, I asked one of my patients that I've been treating for ED for this, and he has problem with ejaculation. I said, would you consider doing this internal prostate massager? At first he said, no, I don't think I will. And then he said, well, let me think about it. And he said, okay, I'll try it. And now that he's trying it, he's loving it because it really does help reset the prostate and it does help with your ED. All right. I know it sounds a little strange, but trying things for the first time is strange, but as long as it helps you with your sex life, why not? So give it a try. I think all right. you just have to look at the bigger, long picture, what the results are. That's all you need to think about. Absolutely. And Bao is the last guy that would do it and he did it. All right. Next question. I'm 49. I have had ED for four years. Doc, just give me the blue pill and testosterone injection weekly. Can you assist me get off them naturally? All right. So he's 49. He's had ED for four years. I mean, he's had EDs and he was 45 and his doctor give him Viagra and testosterone injection. And I don't know whether he still has ED or not, or maybe he still do have ED. And he's asking, can you assist me in getting off them naturally? Absolutely. If you are 49 and you're taking Viagra and testosterone, you've had ED for four years. Absolutely. We can get you off 
of your Viagra, but you may need your testosterone. I would recommend continuing testosterone if you have low testosterone and if you are symptomatic with symptoms of testosterone. So what are the symptoms of low testosterone? Symptoms of low testosterone for a man mainly presents with fatigue, like tiredness, loss of focus. You're not efficient at work as you used to be. You take naps and you also notice changes in your firmness. And also you notice that your libido, libido is not as good as it used to be. Your sex drive is not as good as you used to be. And then you also notice loss of muscle mass, meaning muscles in your arms and your legs are not as bulky as it used to be. And you're starting to have more fat deposit and your love handles, your belly have more fat deposit in your breasts and more fat deposit in your arms. So for a man, his testosterone level is a hundred times more than a woman. A woman's testosterone level is about 1% of what a man is. So for a man, he will notice a change in his testosterone a lot more than a woman. Now, a woman, estrogen level is 100% more compared to a man. That's the difference between the sexes. So most women may not notice that they're low in testosterone, but their testosterone does almost the same thing for them as well. But their estrogen is a lot higher. And so I would recommend that you still continue to get your testosterone injection or pellet as another form of testosterone and that you get off Viagra and you should look at finding out why am I having ED? If you have ED, first thing you should think about why are you having that? Because there's a reason why you have ED. ED is the end result. But what's causing ED? Luckily, we know that ED is caused by blood flow problem. So what's causing the blood flow problem? Is it you're overweight? Is it you're smoking? Are you drinking too much alcohol? Are you eating a poor diet? You're eating a lot of sugar or you're eating a lot of pasta, bread, a lot of fried food, pastries, dessert, cookies. And also, are you getting enough sleep? Seven hours of sleep. And the other thing to consider, are you having high blood pressure? Are you on blood pressure pills? Because when you're on a blood pressure pill, we discussed about this in my online coaching program called the Modern Man Club, where I coach men with ED, get out of ED, and you spend time with me. So I coach you a natural solution. If you haven't joined my Modern Man Club, you can join on my website, the Modern Man Club, but there's a QR code. It's a safe place where I coach men with ED to get out of ED with natural solutions, period. It works and I'm there to help you, walk you through every step of the way. So you need to look at why you have ED. It's like, oh, you have high blood pressure because some high blood pressure pill will contribute to ED because blood pressure pills, it lowers your blood pressure. But unfortunately, when it does that, it contributes to ED as well. You have high cholesterol or not. Do you have diabetes? So those are the most common things, the triad, diabetes, high cholesterol, and high blood pressure. Do you have that? First, find out why you have ED. Because ED is like a canary in a coal mine. When you have ED, that's like a flashing light to you and said, what is going on with you that is causing you to have ED? And oftentimes, just asking yourself that will enlighten you and what you need to do. So how am I going to get him off of the blue pill? First of all, he has to stop because the blue pill is only going to dig him a bigger hole than normal. And also what you should be doing is evaluate you smoking. If you're smoking, stop. That's including vaping. That's probably including marijuana as well. 
and look at how many alcohol you're drinking. Look at your weight. Look at your diet. If you're eating more、uh, processed food or not, I recommend you get on a Mediterranean diet and exercise 30 minutes a day or an hour three times a week. And that you don't have to run. All you have to do is just walk 30 minutes a day on a treadmill outside. Or take the stairs up and down. As long as you get some movement that increases your heart rate, and you'll be surprised. You no, know, a lot of people say, "Well, I don't have time to do that." Well, you can go home and while you're watching Netflix, you kind of like a walk in place as well. So I recommend that you check out the Modern Man Club because that's where I give you the blueprint to get out of ED. I'll be there to walk you through the way along with my team. So I hope I answered this question thoroughly. Just know if you're on this show, if you're taking Viagra, please reconsider other option because you can treat ED naturally and with those solutions that I just mentioned to you. And in fact, if you follow that, you can probably do well. So this gentleman that's asking me this question, hear me loud and clear. Yes, you can get off of your medication and you can be sexual vital again. And I still suggest you continue with your testosterone injection. And if you are taking testosterone either through injection or pellet, make sure you get your blood work checked. I would suggest about once every four to six months because one of the side effects of testosterone injection is high red blood cell count or a condition called erythrocytosis. High red blood cell count. When you have high red blood cell count, it tends to cause clotting. So you can have Like a blood clot in the leg called DVT, or you can have heart attack, which is a blood clot in the heart vessels, or even a blood clot in the brain, which is called a stroke. So if you're on testosterone, your doctor should be checking your red blood cells every four to six months, or at least once or twice a year, and also check your estrogen level because sometimes testosterone will be converting to estrogen. And check your dihydrotestosterone or DHT level. Monitor your luteinizing hormone FSH, and then also check your sex hormone binding globulin or SHBG. And refer to blood work for erectile dysfunction. Go to my YouTube channel at Trung Rehabilitation Center or YouTube.com forward slash at Dr. Ann Trung, and you can find that video blood work for ED. And then you literally take a screenshot picture of the blood work that I suggest, and then ask your doctor to order that for you. So, Val, what do you think about what I just said? I, I, mean, I didn't know this. You're on yeah, testosterone. Yeah, I've been. Well, you put me on hormone optimization for four years now. For men, it's four month cycle on the pellets. So I'm on my eleventh, twelfth cycle. So I think what's important for me is that I definitely felt an increase in libido and also in firmness. At nighttime, I sleep better because I used to wake up at nighttime like three or four times. So now I'm getting solid sleep with the hormone being optimized. And also, I just want to mention that giving blood, right? It's important because when your count is high, the trial makes me give blood like two or three times a year. So that way, it doesn't clotting or something like that. Is that right? Yeah, that yeah.、Way? He's on testosterone, and testosterone tends to increase his red blood cell count, which is hematocrit. Uh, hemoglobin and hematocrit. His、uh, hematocrit is over 53. He was actually like around 56. I have to go donate blood, and he's an O negative. So when you're O negative, you're a universal donor. 
So when you donate blood, it'll bring it down to about one or two points, and he's good. You can donate blood every 49 days to the American Red Cross. Uh, and so if you have high red blood cell count because of your testosterone, that's okay. Go donate red blood. You're saving somebody's life with your blood anyway. Uh, so there's nothing wrong with that. But you need to definitely monitor that. You need to get blood work. And women tend not to have that problem when they have hormone replacement therapy of the high erythrocytosis. Luckily, that's a good thing. When women are on hormone replacement therapy, and if they're done right, it's actually it's life-changing and quality of life-changing. I mean, for me, I'm on testosterone pellet. I'm on estrogen cream. And I take progesterone capsule at night. And my husband, Bao, here is on testosterone pellet. And that's all that he needs to be on. So let me know if you're on testosterone in the comment on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube, because if you're a man over 50, you should definitely consider that because your testosterone hormone drop about 1% a year after the age of 35. And for women, you start dropping around 40 also. That's why women and men, your sex drive or libido tend to change or drop when you're around 40. And then that's also a time where you are busy with work and you're busy uh, with the kids and family and get distracted. So a lot of things are happening that is affecting your sex life. Okay. All right. That was question number three. It's another question here. I need help. I have low sex drive and ED and my hormones are normal. Every doctor I see won't help me. I eat healthy and not overweight. I'm 23 years old. He needs help because he has low sex drive and ED. My hormones levels are normal. So he's 23. He eats healthy. He's not overweight. I want to know whether he's watching porn. So when you're 40 and under and you have ED, it's not so much uh, due to physical factors that's contributing to your ED. Most of the time, there are other lifestyle factors or other factors such as porn, smoking, vaping, smoking cannabis or not. But though he may not be overweight, he may not be exercising as much or that he's taking other illegal medication. When you're 40 and under and you have ED, it's not so much the high blood pressure, the high cholesterol, the diabetes, because I assume he doesn't have that. It's really looking at factors that may contribute to the psychological component of ED. Because when you're watching porn, let's talk a little bit about porn. I did a YouTube video about porn and ED, where I dive into what happened to your brain when you watch too much porn. And I'm not against porn. My husband and I actually, sometimes we watch porn to get us going. But when porn becomes a problem where it overtakes your life, meaning where you rather watch porn than spending time with your family or spending time with your wife and you rather please yourself with porn rather than doing it with your partner or you make up excuses of spending time with your family or your friends but stay home and watch porn. So that's when porn becomes more of something that you must do in order for you to function. So interestingly, it's not the quantity hours of porn that you watch that give you ED. It's really much of how it interferes with your life and how it interferes with your way of thinking that you need to watch porn in order for you to function. 
people think, well, I only watch porn an hour a day. I don't have a problem. But do you need to watch it every day to function? And how is that interfering with your life? So that's one thing. But when you watch porn, what happens is that every time you watch porn, right, you that dopamine release in your brain. And after a while watching porn, that dopamine release gets less and less and less. And you need to watch more porn or more intense activity in porn to get you to have that dopamine level be released in your brain. So your brain gets used to that input of that sexual activity that you see in porn. And then when you actually have sexual activity with a real person, you're not getting that release of high dopamine that you normally get. So you're not getting aroused in your brain and your brain is not sending messages down to the nerve and down to your genitals in order for you to get an erection or arouse. Does that make sense? So you guys following this where, because you're not getting that stimulus in the brain for arousal and that's how porn cause ED. The brain is the largest sexual organ. One of your patients was a porn star. We can't mention a name, but remember him? He yeah, came in, yeah. he had ED. And because he's doing the acts so many times, he's so accustomed to it that when he tried to get intimate with someone he cares about, like you said, whether you're watching it or participating in it, you become numb to the fact. Exactly. I mean, that's what you're saying. He had issues with being intimate, you know, in real life with someone he cared about. Right. I have treated people in the porn industry and they become so numb to the act that when they're with another person, it does cause some dysfunction. And so you go to my YouTube channel at Dr. Antrong. I did a video on porn addiction and ED, an action plan for moving beyond pornography. And I actually interviewed a guy that was addicted to porn and had ED and how he was able to learn how to get out of porn. And now he's coaching other men that are addicted to porn to get out of porn as well. So very interesting mix. So with that last question, I would want to know more about what this 23-year-old is doing with porn and whether he's smoking, vaping, the cannabis, his exercise regimen, and you know whether he's socializing or not. So the good part is that when you're young and you have ED, it can definitely be treated. So do not try to take that blue pill. Oftentimes it's just evaluating what the factors I just mentioned, taking it out. How the heck do you get out of porn? Well, you got to stop it. It's like trying to lose weight. When you try to lose weight, you got to stop eating your favorite food that you love. For me, it's chocolate. I love, love, love chocolate. I like dessert. I have a sweet tooth. But if I know if I want to lose weight, I can't eat that. Hard. My brain is fighting against me every minute of the day to tell me to do it. But I don't have to fight it. Now, 95% of your brain doesn't like change. So if you want to do anything that's new, 95% of your brain is going to say, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. Only 5% of your brain is going to want to institute that change. So that 5% is going to have to take over that 95%. Because in order for the brain to change, it has to, bring, it has to change the cell mechanism in order for it to change. It's a new track, new pathway. And your brain says, I'm not doing it. And it's going to give you every reason to not do it. I would tell you, every day that I go exercise, my brain tells me, give me a thousand reasons while I'm in the car 
not to go exercise. I go do bar as much as I can, an hour. And as I'm in the car, my brain telling me, I'm, oh, you're too tired. You should turn back. You should go home, take a nap. You got a lot of things to do. What are you doing? By the time I get there and exercise, I love it. Now tell me in the comment if you ever feel like that. When you're in the car, you're driving to go work out and you're tired. You just want to go home and take a nap or you just know I got a lot of work to do. Your brain is just playing games with you. I see some comments that the brain is playing games with you because it doesn't like change. It doesn't like change. It's called resistance. Your brain is putting resistance. You need to recognize that when you want change and your brain is talking you out of it and you got to go, no, no, I'm not listening to you. I got to do this. So that 5% is going to have to overtake the 95%. Eventually, that 5% will win. But just know that it is against you. The odds are against you for change because your brain doesn't like that change at all. So what do you think about that, Val? I agree. You just have to set your mindset to do it. And again, look at the long picture. What are the results you're going to achieve? That's what I do every day. I make myself exercise, even though I don't want to, like Dr. Trung said, but I do it. And once I exercise, I come home, I feel great. And then because of the exercising, I get a good night's sleep. So there's a lot of benefits for that. <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys say that, but let me know if you feel the same way I did when I talk about when I go exercise even now when i try to exercise and i exercise on a consistent basis my brain still tells me don't do it and i have to fight with myself every day so having said that i thought i wanted to do something new adult sex education and answer questions i usually normally do a webinar on ed and natural solution for ed i just wanted to mix it up because i just feel that the Lack of knowledge about sex education as adult is a big wide gap there because we think we may know, but do you know that there are 31 erogenous zones in the body? Let's talk about that next time. And I know you know several, but did you know 31? I want you guys to help me name that erogenous zone. The point I'm trying to say is that something as intimate is so important in our life. We really need to know what's involved, what's the anatomy, and how can we be a better lover, better partner? Because if you please your partner, you end up pleasing yourself. And one point I want to point out is that oftentimes men and women think that they have to be aroused first in order for them to get an erection. But sometimes as you're working on the foreplay, you get more aroused. And then after you get an erection, you become more aroused. It works in a positive cycle. So you don't have to be like, oh, fully, fully aroused to get into the mood. As you take one step, it goes to another step and it goes to another step. See a lot of people joining. Yes, we are doing adult sex education. You can actually watch this on my YouTube channel, youtube.com at Dr. Ann Trung for a replay. Next week, we're going to talk about the uh, 31 erogenous uh, zone. We talk about a little bit about the anatomy. So what, what do you think, Val? What else do you think we need to talk about next? That's a good one because men, we want to please our partner. And I confess most of the time we don't know what we're doing except to have the act of the physical contact. But when you talk about those zones, now we would know how to please our partner. It's a mutual benefit. Right. I was at a cocktail party and we had a lively discussion with other men and women at the cocktail party. And I hope in the future that you all can join me on StreamYard for this adult sex education. But I'm answering 
good questions about ED. The bottom line is if you have ED, find out the cause because once you know the cause and you work in reversing it, you will have permanent reversal of your ED. Permanent, not temporary, but permanent reversal. So having said that, if you want to explore further and have me help you, I want you to go in your browser and type in mensexualityclub.com. It's a safe and discreet place where I coach men with ED to get out of the ED with natural solution. Because I, I know that I cannot help every man that comes to my office and it's affordable. And right now it's at $57 a month, but we're going to increase it very soon for the other members at 97 a month. And we have AI in there as well. And I give you the success path and to go from ED to no ED, the natural way, the right way. And it's never too late to do that. John, even you, it's never too late to do that because the last thing you want to do is to go down the dark path of medication and try mix injection. Yesterday in the Modern Man Club, we have discussion on the bad side effects of Trimix. Do you guys know what Trimix is? Yes, Trimix is an injection of three medications, papaverin, alprostatine, and another one that opened up the blood vessels. I did a YouTube video on this. So it's an injection. You inject with an insulin needle, just a small needle into the penis and it helped with the erection. The guys like that because it helped their erection maintain for an hour or two. But the side effects that sometimes you don't feel as well the erection, but the, one of the side effects of the trimix injection is that you have nodules or the penis muscle becomes scarred down and it had nodules that look, feels like a pimple. And sometimes that can even look like a spaghetti, feels like a spaghetti in the muscle and it causes peronies, which is bending of the penis. And when you have scar tissue and peronies, it actually will cause the penis muscle to atrophy. And one of the guys said that his penis becoming hourglass, normal size, and then it gets constricted and then normal, like an hourglass like that. So there are complications with the Trimix injection and there are complications also with taking Viagra. If you're taking Viagra and you're taking high blood pressure medicine, it will lower your blood pressure and then you will pass out and you may end up getting a heart attack or a stroke. So Viagra is not something to be taken lightly and you don't want to be taking Viagra when you can just, all you have to do is maybe just change your diet a little bit, get on the Mediterranean diet, exercise a little bit, and maybe your erection will come back. You never know until you try. So I'm here to create a sexual revolution. I'm here to let you know that you have ED. You can do something about it. Don't let pharma brainwash you. Don't let the internet brainwash you in thinking that you're going to need a medication for your sex life, for your erection. Because for a man and a woman, you are made and wired to get an erection. Just know that you are made for that and don't try to tinker with mother nature and that you can get out of ED and there is a way for that. So having said that, thank you for being here with me live. Bao, honey, thank you for being here with me. And I think thank you guys, Tom and John, and the guys that's in the studio, and Instagram, and TikTok, and Twitter, and YouTube, and Facebook. We'll see you next time. Are you struggling and frustrated in finding a solution for ED? Well, I have just the thing for you. It's called the Modern Man Club, led by yours truly, Dr. Ann. Together, we're redefining male sexuality and embracing a holistic approach to overcoming ED without medication or surgery. I will provide a protective environment 
for community and proven strategy to overcoming ED. It is a safe place, expert coaching by me and my team. We provide holistic approach to overcoming ED and an empowering community of men with ED supporting one another and lots and lots of educational resources. Visit mensexualityclub.com at the link here on my right and connect with us and reclaim control over your sexual health. I'll see you there. Thanks for listening to the Sexual Health for Men podcast. If you love this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and post it on Facebook, Instagram, or wherever you post. And be sure to tag me and let me know why you like this episode and what you like to hear in the future. That will help me know what's great for you. And I would love to give you the most incredible free gift designed to help you improve performance quickly. Go to my website at sexualhealthformenpodcast.com to get the book, The Five Common Costly Mistakes Men Make When Facing ED. I would appreciate it if you subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, and just know that you can have sexual vitality for life. I appreciate you. Until next time.